0: there's an opportunity to maybe let's set up another low country somewhere else. And that could have been wherever I chose or, you know, whatnot. Um, but at the end of the day, no, I wanted to be here in Augusta and have, have not looked back.
1: Welcome to the Drop the Disc Podcast, recorded at Augusta Podcast Studio. This week's guest, Sam Baker, comes from an entrepreneurial background and has been a part of founding numerous businesses. So what kind of goals led him to this pathway?
0: I wanted to do exciting things. You know, you could ask me that right now, and I still have no idea. I still want to do exciting things.
1: Ever since his dad founded Stevens Creek Church, the Baker family has been looking to build cool businesses and have done so with Secure Give, Low Country Clothiers, and, I think we're going to count this, the Baker Brothers Band. So what was the inspiration behind his first business, Low Country
0: Clothiers? We just left and went to dinner that night, and we are like, man, Augusta needs that. And don't get them started on what they're going to do next. Our, our mentality is always like, okay, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? Um, and do I know what the next thing is now? Absolutely not, but we will figure it out.
1: Thank you guys for tuning in to this episode of the drop the disc podcast recorded right here at the original Augusta podcast studio, downtown Augusta. If you like this episode, make sure you hit the subscribe button, do us a favor and rate and review the show. Uh, and maybe just tell a friend about it to help us grow a little bit. We've got some awesome announcements later in this episode as well, regarding a local golf tournament that is coming up. And so definitely stick around for those. And now it's my pleasure to tell you that this episode, like every episode, is presented by Powell and Associates Nancy Powell. Nancy, who is also a part of the cool announcement that we have for next week. Nancy Powell from Powell and Associates is a local Augusta real estate broker. In fact, her social media handles are at Downtown Augusta Broker and if you are looking for somebody that is going to be on your side is going to be well networked and have good relationships in the community and is going to work incredibly hard for you whether you are buying whether you're selling whether you are investing and whether you really just have questions nancy powell is that great person uh check her out her zillow reviews are awesome i don't think she's ever gotten one less than five stars And if you scroll back, you'll see that Chris and I have left Zillow reviews for her. No, those are not just promotional. She is our personal real estate agent and broker. Please, if you are in the market, give her a call at 706-717-1281 and check her out on her social media at Downtown Augusta Broker. Needless to say, she comes highly recommended. Again, one more time, I just want to take this opportunity to thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. It really means a lot to us. Uh, Any support of the show means a lot to us. If you are interested in supporting the Drop the Disc podcast, check out our Patreon page. Our link is in the bio of this episode on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you are listening.
2: Hey guys, I'm Chris. Hey guys, I'm David. And uh, we are Drop the Disc podcast. We are here today with... Sam Baker. Sam Baker. That was beautiful. Can you say that one more time? Sam Baker.
0: That was really Wow. Good.
2: I want you to talk the whole time like that. Will I will not do will that. Will you host our show?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sam, what do you do in Augusta? All kinds of things. All kinds of things. So uh, I am the, one of the owners of Low Country Clothier. Um, so we're a men's store out in Columbia County. And then I also help churches and nonprofits raise money over uh, at Secure Give. So we do online giving and then uh playing a band with my brother called the baker bros and uh probably a whole list of other things yeah
1: shout out Stu. we were hoping we would have Stu in we the studio make right it now today. but he did not make it that is
0: okay you know that what okay we I might know all of his jokes so i'll just
1: fill <laughs> <peel> those in and... <laughs> we might have to have him on again for augusta rocks yeah we'll there have we a music episode about you guys absolutely just name it so we have you in the studio sam um, and we're gonna start this off the way we start off all our episodes by going into your background. So, are you originally from Augusta?
0: Yep, born and raised in Augusta. Uh, went to high school over at in Greenbrier, and then oh, very cool. Um, graduated Greenbrier, went up to uh, South Carolina for college, and then moved back here immediately. USC, mm-hmm. go Cox.
2: What year did you graduate high school?
0: Graduated Greenbrier 2012. Okay,
2: mm-hmm. 2012, and then you became a Gamecock for some reason.
0: For some reason. You know, I have always <laughs> been a Carolina fan. Really? So, so like, is predestined. Yeah, I never had a choice, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, no, my dad is from Abbeville, South Carolina, and so he okay. grew up with, big, um, with going to Carolina games since he was little. And so literally whenever I came out of the womb, they just started bringing me. Um, and at that point when Carolina was really bad, Mm. I say that after we just went two and eight. Now, when uh, was when was that? <laughs> we can talk about our glory years. That that would probably be an easier conversation. I
2: mean, so can the dogs, but right. it, you know, it's short lived as well.
0: But they they used to say uh, it was cheaper to to just bring me to a Carolina game than it was to hire a babysitter or anything. So I got stuck going to, <laughs> I got stuck going to all these Carolina home games and. I uh, did
2: a bunch I, of sandstorm. Hate that oh, for man. you, honestly.
0: And I don't even like sandstorm either. <laughs> we play it ad nauseum. So
1: Sam, you went to Greenbrier. Um, were you? Were you passionate about what were you? What did you want to do at the time? Because right now you're kind of like a human embodiment of like.
0: But wait, there's more. I had no idea. <laughs> I wanted to do exciting things, <laughs> but didn't really know what that was going to lead to, and okay. and. You know, you could ask me that right now, and I still have no idea. I still want to do exciting things. So. Love that. <laughs> so, so I really got nothing for you there. Well, what did you study? Um, well, at Greenbrier, they make you take the normal classes. Um, at, in college, sir. <laughs> <I'm just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> no, in, uh, at, at USC, I went to, uh, yeah, at Greenbrier, social studies and math. And, um, no, at, at Carolina, I started as a, a business major Um and then ended up switching over to kind of the retailing school. Because um, at, at that point, we had already started Low Lowcountry. Um, we started it whenever I was actually in school. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was like a clear direction that I wanted to head. Um, and so started learning a lot about retailing and all that um, at USC. So how, how old were you when, when Low Country was founded? Um, we, we started that in 2013. Um, That's the year I graduated. Boom. That's why we started. Boom. <laughs> uh, no, so I was uh, a sophomore in college. Okay. So 19, 20. Okay. When you say
1: we, who who was in on the ordeal with you?
0: Yeah, so um, we, uh, we as in the the Baker family, so uh, gotcha. it's, a, it's a family ordeal. Um, so you mentioned uh, Stu earlier, but mm-hmm. my, my parents are uh, involved at Lowcountry as well as my sister. So you you were 20 you were 2020
1: at the time right 20. what was the like thinking behind going into that business
0: um well to be honest what's funny is we did not even we didn't even really know too much about clothing like <laughs> i had always had an interest in it and like in trying to look good and all that stuff but never knew anything on that side of it you know um well, you, I, I you, had never worked in retail. You went to Greenbrier, so you had to have, have some. Yeah, he had right. polos. Yeah, at the very, he knew what he wanted it to look that like. like. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, and so really went off to college, and um, and there there's a couple of good men's clothing stores up in Columbia, um, and one in particular in Lexington called Craig Reagan. Um, we as a as a family actually went to that store one Saturday, I think we were visiting some, some family in Lexington or something. And uh we were just like blown away by the customer service. Their their selection was awesome and we just left and went to dinner that night and we were like, man, Augusta needs that. Mm. Um just kind of think, you know, there is there is a need there. Um and so we were like, all right, that's us. Let's let's do it. And so uh kind of flying had no idea what we were getting started into, started I just remember as a 19-year-old sending all these emails to Southern Tide and Vineyard Vines, and um, and, and so it was, uh, it was awesome, but um, like I said, we didn't really know what we were getting ourselves into, and, uh, and we, we have lucked out. We have done a lot of good things, hired a lot of great people, and here we are, seven, eight years into it, still moving. Still moving. Yeah, and you guys, did you originally, your
1: location right now is on Furious Ferry. Was that the first location? no. Nah.
0: Um, we were we were still on Fear's Ferry um but a uh, way smaller um and we were in that Fierce Ferry station up by like Marco's pizza um right where Riverwatch and
2: Really? I did not know that. Mm-hmm.
0: So and we were only there for probably 8 months. Yeah. Um so within the first year we were already looking to move and um create kind of our own our own space there. Um, cuz we knew we were a destination type um retail store and right. so like not like a mall where you can go hit all of them and so we knew that uh you know we wanted to be the building by ourselves and control everything that we can control and so yeah easy decision so you were in college what was your role with the company aside
1: from it sounds like maybe intern because you were sending the emails but like what what was your well, role we didn't with have the co- any other right, employees. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah so owner intern whatever you want to call it right um no it was and and so a lot of it uh I, I will say like a lot of it was was driven by me and Stu, uh my brother um as as just far as ideas and and who we wanted to sell in in the shop and all that stuff, and so uh you know, I was kind of quarterbacking a lot of that um of you know dictating what we're bringing into the store, you know picking out the clothes, all that stuff. Um, and it's really only been since the last few years that we've been able to step away from that, um, where I'm not having to go to every show and everything like that to pick out our fall lines, um, so to speak. So, um, but yeah, at, at uh, at the beginning it was, it was all of the, all of the above <laughs> the social media. That was all me like, um, you know, all, all of that. So, um, it was interesting though. At that time, how are you guys picking the
1: brands? Cuz like I have to say you guys picked a lot of winners. Like that was a lot of those
0: brands were not big back then. Correct. And um and and we we did model a lot of us after like that Craig Regan right. store that I that I mentioned and so um a lot of it was all right, we're not trying to recreate the wheel. Or reinvent the wheel, or whatever the saying is. Right. Um, like, all right, we see what works, and we believe that will specifically work in in Augusta, um, in Columbia County. And so we um, really it was it was pretty easy. We just kind of fell, um, followed whatever they did, and uh, and we would call <laughs> them and ask them really? legitimate questions, and and so we got to know them well, and just like, all right, how do we handle reordering, and how do we handle like these are all things that we don't even think about. And so uh but uh we we just kind of chose all the brands that we liked. I mean, this was this was for us, uh, you know, so to speak. So um, you know, we wanted to sell things that we would wear. Right. So y- you guys
1: you started that when you were you said 19. Yeah. 19, um 20 the family started then. Um you graduated college. Yep. You came back and and
0: what happened next? So and that was actually a, oh uh, so whenever you were asking what I wanted to do in right, high school, right here, I am senior year at, at South Carolina, <laughs> still not knowing what i want to Owning do. Owning a business though. <laughs> yeah. Have ownership stake in, in a business and then, um, and then secure give, which is, I, I mentioned we do online giving. Um, so my parents actually own that business. So they were trying to recruit me to, um, do some sales for them and everything. And so, there, there was a, a lot of different just kind of options and everything. Um, and so, re- I mean, I say that. I'm doing both still. So <laughs> it turns out I didn't choose. <laughs> so, uh, but, yeah, easy decision. Just to, I wanted to be back in Augusta. Um, I loved my t- time in Columbia. And, you know, I had a lot of friends that moved to Char- uh, Charleston or, mm-hmm. or Charlotte. Um, but for me, it was a no-brainer to be back here.
2: Have we talked about Secure Give yet? No. Okay. Tell us a little bit about what Secure Secure Give is.
0: So, secu- and that's out of Augusta. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So our office is the building next to Low Country. Oh, so rather convenient. Smart. <laughs> Very convenient. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, the
1: house right. going up behind it. We heard, right?
0: Not Probably so. <laughs> 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 One step at a time. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> <laughs> um. And so, what? It, what is Secure Give? So. Um, quick background about secure give. So my, my dad is the lead pastor at Stevens Creek church. Okay. Um, and so back in 2004, 2005, he was, um, knowing that people wanted to give to his church, but didn't nobody carried, um, cash or checks anymore. And so, you know, how do you find a, a solution to that need? And, and so he started secure give kind of on a, on a whim, on an accident a little bit. Of, he, he just had this idea, um, this calling um, that woke him up in the, in the middle of the night that said, you know, you need to invent a giving kiosk. Um, and so the, the giving kiosk, so Stevens Creek Church had the nation's first giving kiosk in 2005, um, and that just allowed you to walk up to this machine, type in however many dollars you wanted to donate, Swipe your card and, and continue on your day. Kind of like a tithe.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: Okay. And so um, and and so that that was really just made for Stevens Creek. Now again, this is two thousand four, two thousand five, and then it just kind of broke news, and you know people started calling him and said, you know, we want what you have, and so it was like, okay, well, I guess we have a business here. Yeah. And so uh, and so Stu actually worked um, with Secure Give for for nine years. Um, and he's still working with Secure Give, and he's kind of branched off and done some. Um, he's adding some coaching and that kind of aspect to the um, to the software that we already sell. Um, and then ultimately, whenever I graduated, Carolina uh, took the uh, took a outside sales position job at Secure Give. AKA, I was traveling all <laughs> cr- across the Southeast, just talking to churches. Um, so that was fun, but, um, and then over the last couple of years I've, have been able to progress. And so, um, now I'm leading our, our sales team over there.
2: So tithing online started in Augusta, Georgia.
0: Yes and no. The kiosk, right? The kiosk specifically, that, okay. is, that is, that is our claim to fame. Um, wow. online giving technically wasn't invented by us because there was some churches that were still using, you know, or using like PayPal or something like that mm-hmm, to accept true. donations. but. None of that was was um very popular at the time um so he was my dad was very ahead of the curve there he kno- knew something that we didn't very cool very so cool. you guys were like relatively young when that started what were you like fifteen yeah. no not even not even <laughs> dude i I remember as like a elementary schooler um middle schooler going to <laughs> <laughs> going to these like church conferences. And trying to sell for security <laughs> as a nine-year-old, like it's so easy. A nine-year-old can do it. Yeah, and so uh, and so, yeah. It was it was interesting, but I I've been around that for for you know these last sixteen years. So um, yeah, I, I know a thing or two about the com- company. Did did your family have like a
1: like an entrepreneurial culture?
0: Um, yes. Um, because obviously my and and I think that stems from my dad. Um, even the, the church that he pastors, Stevens Creek, um, he started that 34 years ago. Um, so that, that's, you know, a clear indication of, you know, wanting to, to start something fresh. But, um, I, and I, I, really think the secure give coming into, uh, becoming a real thing also kind of inspired the family as a whole into wanting to do the next thing. You know, right. What else, what else can we do? um and so which is still all all of our mentalities uh to this day and so um, sounds like it yeah so ho- who knows what we'll what the next couple <laughs> of years or you know I I have
1: no idea so you graduated and then you became an outside salesperson yep which is the best time to do that correct when you, when you first graduate that's when you want to do oh, that it was
0: awesome I was you know going to I was booking a bunch of I was booking all my own trips and so I was you know, going to Atlanta, going to Charleston, going to Charlotte, and then got to go to some other places—Nashville for a week, and Austin, Texas, for a week. That kind of stuff. Very where, cool. Because I was in in charge of my own adventure here, um, and so uh, even during the fall, it was nice because I would schedule all my uh, all my, all my church uh, trips around Carolina football games. Love that. <laughs> and so uh, was able to go to a bunch of different away games and all that, just <laughs> and call all the, uh, the churches that are, you know, on the way to Starkville whenever we played Mississippi right. state. And so, uh, or Auburn. And, and so like, I was able to kind of merge those, my two worlds there, um, which was, which was so much fun. So how long did you do that for? That I probably only did for pro- probably a year, maybe even under a year okay. where I was traveling
2: football season.
0: Football season at least. <laughs> one good one season. One good season. And I was like, okay, we gotta stop this. Um, <laughs> no, one good, good football season, and then it was it was time for, for me to kind of come in, in inside a little bit more and do some inside sales and
1: well and this whole time Low Country has been a company. Yep. And have you were you
0: involved with both at the same time? Like what was your involvement? Um, yes, very much so. Um I mean, and I was only traveling for you know during the week. So, uh, I, oh, only,
1: like, only during the week. Okay. You know, as opposed
0: to the other times. <laughs> right. Um, but, um, sounds pretty relaxed,
1: honestly.
2: You
0: get it. Um,
1: I hear
2: what you're saying. And
0: so right. I was still in town, right. You know, a, a good bit. So I wasn't necessarily felt like, you know, I still felt like I lived in Augusta and all that. Right. I sp- spent most of my time here. Um, but then was, you know, whenever I was out of town, you know, we got, we got a manager that we hired and all that stuff. that right. So they. They, they run the show.
1: We'll be right back with more of Sam Baker on Drop the Disc Podcast, recorded at Augusta Podcast Studio.
2: Have y'all tried the Garden City Kolsch at Savannah River Brewery? It's literally an incredible light beer. In fact, I was telling David the other day that there's not a lot of craft beers that I like to take out on the pontoon boat or to play golf. But I guarantee you that you will take a six-pack of this Garden City Colch to the golf course. It is so crisp and light. Y'all need to go check them out. Savannah River Brewery Company. Go to their tap room. Try it on tap. And then leave with some of the six-packs that you can get from them. Savannah River Brewery is partnered with Drop the Disc Podcast. And they make incredible beer, which makes this partnership perfect. Check them out.
1: So w- when you finally decided to stay here, you you could have gone to a lot of places and, yeah. and done what you're doing. You could have uh I even started
0: a low country somewhere else. We we talked about that. And uh I even considered uh taking a job in in Charleston for a moment. Um so what's weird is after um after I graduate I technically still had an internship that I had to f- to fulfill. So you have three jobs. <laughs> this is this is in Columbia. Okay. Um, and it's a men's shop in in Columbia, um, called Granger Owings, and and so really went there and tried to learn as much as I could, um, to bring that back home. To, right. And and they knew that I was the owner. I was gonna say, at what d- point is that? <laughs> uh, I wasn't just secretly <laughs> writing that down. No, uh, I I told my boss that. Or um, I told him that before he even became my boss of like, you know, I really actually want to learn, you know, the ins and outs of of ownership and and what that looks like. But even how y'all's systems work and everything. um, So there's
1: no espionage going on here.
0: You would think. Uh, (laughs) No. So uh, so while having all of those that internship, so I I walked in in May, so I, I got my fake degree that they hand out. I never walked. So you did the opposite thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I walked and, um, uh, and so, but st- still hadn't technically graduated. Right. I had to finish my internship, which internships were, were pretty easy to get an A in, right? Um, so I wasn't too, too nervous about failing that, that class, but um, walked and I was living by myself in Columbia all summer. Just had a lot of alone time. So I was just basically sitting there just like really thinking about, you know, my next move, praying about my next move, trying to figure out, okay, do I want to be in Columbia longer? Do I want to be in, do I want to move to Charleston? You know, I had some opportunities there. Um, And like I said, a lot of people from Carolina moved to Charleston and Mm -hmm. who doesn't love Charleston, right? A lot of people love Charleston. Right. So I've heard, Um, (laughs) but it was, uh, it became a no brainer um, because I was looking at my weekends and. You know, I was coming back to Augusta most every single weekend, um, except football weekends, obviously. Correct. But this was during the summer, right? Um, and so I was just kept itching to come back, itching. To, and then I like realized, like, what am I even contemplating here? Like, clearly, <laughs> I want to be in Augusta. Um, so that's the decision. You know, right. clearly, I would, I want to, because um, we, like like we mentioned earlier, there was an opportunity to maybe let's set up another low country somewhere else and. That could have been wherever I chose or, you know, whatnot. Um, but at the end of the day, no, I wanted to be here in Augusta and have, have not looked back.
2: I've got a question. The name, Low Country. How would y'all come up with that?
0: So that took, that took a while.
2: I'm sure. I mean, we're talking about a men's clothier,
1: you know, shop. You
2: got to be
0: catchy. By the
1: way, shout out to this episode. I did not know how to pronounce the name until you announced it. How you country Clothier. Clothier. You, how
2: did you pronounce Clothier? Because I'm really? freaking weird, dude. He's yeah. weird.
0: It's all right. We'll, we'll, we'll catch you up to speed. I'm no done. one
2: else <laughs> out here listening <laughs> thought Clothier. I, I Those are we smarter people than else. me. <laughs>
0: um, how did we come up with a name? Um, right. it, was, it was a group effort that took us weeks. Gru- um,
2: group effort as in family?
0: Family text for, I mean, <laughs> for, I mean, now, majority of our text, our text threads are still about business. Right. But even then, because we were in the midst of starting one, um, that pretty much consumed all of it. Um, But we we didn't, we bounced around from um, a couple different names. We were at Can, one point. Tell us,
2: tell us some of those names.
0: Yeah, that's what, honestly, I was, I was trying to buy time to think, how to think of them. <laughs> I know we were trying to. We thought about incorporating, you know, Baker into the name, or, mm. um, and then I think it was. I, I don't even know who suggested it, but somebody said Low Country, and because uh, we're also, I you know, mentioned went to Carolina, um, mm-hmm. so we're very much South Carolina uh, people, and so, um, and so obviously the Low Country of South Carolina is the style that we wanted to emulate. Okay. Um. And so whenever whoever suggested Low Country, I don't think it was me. um, (laughs) You would know. I would. Meaning, I would remember (laughs) if it was me. Anybody else? Eh. Good. Um. No. But right whenever that was mentioned, it was it was a no brainer. We were all like, "Yep, that's our that's our men's clothing stop uh, shop right there." And, um. So yeah, too easy.
2: And at this time, there were not many. I mean, now we have all these T-shirt companies yep. coming up that have country in the name. But at that point, low country was not our country was not really used anywhere.
0: Yeah. And and, uh, and so that was fortunate for us. <laughs> it was
1: very fortunate. And really, like there weren't a lot of stores like this. I mean, now mm-hmm. there's a few. Right. Yeah. Now there's a couple. Most of them are national and mm-hmm. really like those brands. Like I remember those brands as a freshman. Like they were starting to get big yep. in like 2014, 2015. Thanks to
0: us. <laughs> no. Uh, and which we, we saw that trend. Right. Um, and that's, again, that's the exact reason why we opened it. Cause nobody was carrying it around, around town or, um, and nobody was doing it the way that we, you know, are doing it or wanted to do it. And so, um, you know, it was, it was, it was easy. Um, you know, when choosing those brands and those brands just, you know, sold and they were becoming popular, like you said. Right. Um, and so they, even though they were all small local brands, local meaning kind of Southeast because you had right. you know, Southern Tide, which is in in, Green, in Greenville and, um, and and so you have all that. So people like to shop local. And so, you know, even though Southern Tide wasn't, you know, necessarily Augusta, you know, it still felt like it was somebody in your own backyard.
2: Absolutely. Um
0: and so during that time period we saw that trend and we just jumped on it. And um and so and it worked out. And
2: speaking of trends, at you know, at what point did y'all think, you know what, we need to make a t shirt for ourselves? Immediately. It was immediate. <laughs> so while y'all are looking for brands to go with your store, you're also simultaneously wanting to do a t-shirt or a brand for yourself
0: absolutely so we um i mean on our opening day um which which this is funny so our opening saturday we had built up the hype as as much as possible right um as you should yeah we wanted to make it seem like we were way bigger than than what we were and so uh which what we were was something unknown at that that point. So, right, um, like we even had a, a a line standing out of outside, like we were gonna sell out of shirts or something. But, um, <laughs> but we that was something that I was very adamant about of you know having our own merch because I mean that's walking advertisement, and so right, and they look cool. Like, so that's something that, um, to add to my job title uh, up there, I was also our our t-shirt designer for a moment. (laughs) And if y'all noticed that our t-shirts have gotten a lot better, it's because I no longer hold that position. Um, I'll still help with ideas, but I... uh... That's as pretty much as it. long
2: as it's on a comfort colors, you're good to go, yeah, man. That's yeah. right.
0: Right? Who doesn't love a good comfort If it's comfort pastel, colors. if
1: it's covered in pastel <laughs> and it's comfort colors, someone have, will buy. We can that sell frock it in Augusta,
0: Georgia. <laughs> that's right.
1: Have that's a right. frocket on there, you're good to go. Too easy. Oh, I'm in love with. It. Chris and I have this fight cuz I put the front pocket design on. I love I, the front pocket design. I, yeah. I take credit for you I loving w- the front I, front wish, pocket there pocket. <laughs> I Honestly, wish there was a pocket. I do wish there was a pocket. You a
0: front pocket design Yeah. out of
1: front. Right. We'll be back with more of Sam Baker on the Drop the Disc podcast recorded right here at Augusta Podcast Studio. But first, let's talk about this business in Augusta that you guys may have heard of, especially if you listen to this show, is the Clubhouse at the Cyber Center. The Clubhouse is a co-working space and a startup generator, and it's located in Augusta. And the really cool thing that is going on with them right now is that they are starting this make startups campaign. So you know the Clubhouse website is theclubhouse.se. You can type that in to learn more about their co-working space. And then they have sh- and then they have make startups, which is makestartups.com, which is a national brand reaching out to entrepreneurial organizations to help them help entrepreneurs grow. Now, the cool thing about this is we have the home base for that right here in Augusta. If you're an entrepreneur or if you might think that you should be, I highly encourage you check out the clubhouse, check out Make Startups, listen to Eric Parker's podcast called Make Startups. Pressure him to release some more episodes because it's a great podcast and we need more of it. And you'll find that they are much more than just your average co-working space. It, you had just moved back to Augusta. Where? What year are we in right now? Like twenty seventeen? I
0: don't know. We've jumped.
1: Around We've been a lot. <laughs> jumping. We've been jumping. Currently twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen. Summer, summer of sixteen. You finished up your internship. Yep. You came home. We're back, baby. Okay. And what's uh, next?
0: So that that's whenever I went on the road. That's right. Uh, with secure give, um, did that for football season for one. Yeah. Um, did that for a year and then um and then knew that. I just uh, I wanted to do the sales department a little bit different than um, what was operating, and so we we changed some things. But that required also for me to not travel as much, um, which is funny because COVID actually ruined this. But <laughs> 2019, we I had switched back to let's travel more, and so we had. Started traveling, and then, of course, COVID, so...
1: It's kind of a cool role where you get to, you know, if you want to, if there's a need, obviously, yep. they correlate, but if you want to and there's a need, you can travel around the country.
0: Yeah, and, and we pick very specific spots, um, like, the obvious ones, we'll we'll pick our, like, I went to a church conference in, in Tampa, first church conference I've Ooh. been to in a, a while, uh, but did that last month, and so it's good to see some things are are opening back up, Um And so, and so for an event like that, we will sponsor them. And then like, I'll, I'll just basically be there to talk to as many pastors as I can. Um, and so that was, that was one, you know, last month, but, um, you know, now we'll choose some of our larger churches, you know, some of our largest clients and go visit them, make sure that they're doing well and then try to schedule some other, you know, meetings and stuff like that around them. So, but yeah, we can, we can travel really whenever there's a, whenever there's a need.
1: Right. Now we're kind of getting to, like, we, we have this, like, established foundation, right, of, like, what you're doing. Um, and, and we didn't even mention every There was another thing that you mentioned.
0: Probably. Oh, was it
1: the local music? Yeah, the local music. Oh, That's absolutely yeah. right. When did that start? When did you start playing music? So I mean, we don't want to cut Stu too much out of this, but let's just cut him out for now.
0: No, yeah, he didn't show out. up. He didn't yeah. show up. He didn't show up. We only got half of the Baker Brothers. Um. <laughs> No, what's funny is when me and Stu got started with this, because um, we've been probably playing together for like five, six years now. Okay. Um,
1: but we, we so you guys weren't growing up owning a business, starting uh, working for your parents' business and doing music. Like you're still people like us, right?
0: Yes. A little
1: bit. That's Confirmed. good. To, that's good to know. <laughs> that's that's good, good to know. know. Thank you for that.
0: Um, yeah. So like six years ago or so. Like all right. So me and Stu are seven years apart. Uh, most people don't under, understand that because we hang out pretty much every day. I did not
2: know that. Yeah. I didn't either. How old is Stu? He's the older one, right? Yeah, Stu's okay. 34,
0: I'm 27. Okay. Um and so but I've always played drums. Um and then and then Stu sings and plays guitar. What's funny is we obviously knew that about each other but it had <laughs> never combined forces. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so like I had, I had played drums, you know, at, at church back in the day and, and he had played guitar and, um, we both played with, uh, other folks. And then, um, we had a, a, a buddy of ours, uh, Tyson Thaxon c- came into, in town one again, this is six years ago. Um, and so Tyson's the drummer for the Ray Fulcher band. Um, so he's up in Nashville now, but he was visiting us and he would always stay with, With me and Stu, and this is whenever I was living with Stu, and so one night he just he had all of his equipment, and so um, Tyson can as he's the drummer uh, for for Ray, but um, he can always also sing and play guitar, Um, and so we he brought out all the equipment and we just started jamming. Um, He he had one of those uh, acoustic Cajones drums that 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 you'll see me play. Those are cool. Uh, dude, they're awesome. Love them. Um, and so we, we did that and then, uh, just kind of hanging out with me and Stu the next day. We're like, wait a minute, <laughs> that was actually pretty fun. Why are, why have we not done this before? Um, and so literally that next day, me and Stu both went, uh, together to like the music shop and, and. I got a cajonste uh, <laughs> um, which too already had a guitar, but he got we got all the sound equipment so we could have like our own speakers and everything and like we 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 dropped a couple hundred bucks on it like okay, we're buying in on this like yeah well, let's let's do it and so uh um again, kind of completely random, and then um we our first gig um was almost immediately after that, so we hadn't even practiced or anything like. We're not a real band at this Where are point. What were you guys playing? And um and so we were the the first uh musical act at Soleil. Love that. Wow. Soleil had just opened. Um and so and we were we were good buddies with Mike Augustino who who opened it and um which he's he's moved on now, but um but uh he was the one that w- was trying to get us to play and of kinda like what we were talking about earlier, you know. We'll sell high, like and so we. like, Oh yeah, we're awesome. We play music, like and he, we're already buddies with him. So he was like, you know, perfect. Let's, you know, let's let's book you. And so um, I'm I'm pretty positive we were the very first um, live music show at um, at Soleil. And then what what worked out is because since this was our first time and and we have a good uh, group of friends here and and so we were able to tell you know all of our all of our peeps that you know we're playing. Friday night at Soleil, so they all, all of them show up, <laughs> <laughs> and so we packed the place out, and um which was just cool. Again, this is something we've never done, Um and so this was also before uh, I became buddies with George Clausen and all of them over at Southbound, Um, actually kind of during the same time period, and so George kind of saw us, and I, I, he he was talking with Mike, and so um, then they booked us over there. That's awesome. And so, uh, then we're like, okay, we got a legitimate on, little band here
2: <laughs> on stage. You had to think of your name. It was so, it so was, simple.
0: It was right in front of us the whole time. <laughs> <laughs>
2: the, and it, y'all go by the Baker brothers,
0: the Baker brothers. It's well, like too a no brainer.
1: What kind of music do the Baker brothers play?
0: Oh man, that's a loaded question. Cause we are, <laughs> so we understand, um, we understand that we we're there to put on a good show so you see a lot of like acoustic artists that will just play what they, what they love or, and you know, nobody's trying to jam to that. So we, we literally pretty much only play crowd favorites. Um, we have no interest in writing any of our m- own music. <laughs> so you guys are like, 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 like
1: jammers. That. You just show up and you just have a good time. Yes.
3: Like yes.
0: that. And we're, and we're we're just going to guide the party on, um, and we're going to keep you all entertained. Um, what's funny is like I'll, uh, every single time we have a show, we'll set up a mic for me. Um <laughs> As a drummer who doesn't sing, (laughs) Um, but that way me and Stu can have some, some funny banter in between songs and all that stuff. And so, uh, again, we just, we're, we're just trying to entertain people.
1: That's awesome. That's really cool. So you guys, you have so many things going on. Yes. Um, and so leading into like 2019 kind of, I mean, you guys were kind of hitting your stride and, and you mentioned you were about to start, you were thinking about going back on the road, right?
0: Yeah, um, and and that was really um, it. Would we were just starting to do that more often. Um, uh, I, what is funny about? Let me let me answer this question. Love that. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's talk. Let's talk Baker Brothers Band. <laughs> let's do it. That's more fun than secure give. Let's um, do it. But yeah, we're we uh, so yeah, we've been playing now for you know like six years now, uh, or however long. What's funny? So like is, 2014
1: is when y'all started. Yeah,
0: and we uh, we have a couple. And what's funny is we go about it in a weird way because we we love playing, but we're also not like a regular band that enjoys practicing or anything like that. Um and so if you've if you've heard our set list, like we don't change it that all too often, <laughs> which is changing, we're getting better at it. But uh but you know, um and so we really every every time somebody will be like, um you know, when y'all's next gig? I can't wait to see y'all again. We're always like, oh, I don't know, because um, we have one standing gig every single year that we 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 know that we're gonna play Christmas night at Southbound. That's our that's our and we play with Banks Tate. Um, and so it's just the three of us. We've done that five six years in a row now. Um, so it's kind of like our little Christmas tradition. Is that a right.
1: Christmas party? Yeah, I've been to that before. It's awesome,
0: and uh, and we have a blast. And, it's a crazy party, and it's one of those that um we'll have different artists that, you know, that we're all buds with, um, just come out, come up and have like a family jam. So, um, we were just talking to Ryan Abel earlier. He's come up and sang a couple songs with us. Um, like Gavin from funk you, he'll come up. And so, um, so that's, that's probably one of our, our favorite gigs. Um, but yeah, we never, we never really booked or (laughs) scheduled anything. It would always be like, I don't know. You want to play again? Yeah, I can. Or nah, I'm good. I'm good for the next month or so. because there is i mean it is an obligation to have right. to do some you know and if you're prep working two work jobs yeah I, yeah they're, they're separate you know it's funny
2: that you say that because the day that you and I met at uh southbound that beautiful day yeah uh George was there and he said man it's a beautiful day and I said yeah are you gonna have live music he was like I wasn't planning on it, but I might just call the Baker Brothers.
0: That's right. He did say that, and that and, makes funny. That that makes sense. Yeah, and uh, and we did play that day. That was just a couple weeks ago. Yeah, right? that yeah was a couple
2: weeks. Literally ago. that day on social media, Baker Brothers are playing.
0: <laughs> yeah, I get a I get a call from Brian Brittingham. He's like, "Dude, this day is beautiful. We don't have anything set up for Southbound Two. You want to play?" And I'm sitting there with Stu. And what's funny is we had, um, we had actually just talked about practicing that day, which again we never practiced. And so that was a, a random Saturday. we were like, all right, let's let's get better at this. Let's add some new songs to the to the set set list and all that. And then Brian called and I was like, Oh, perfect. Yeah, too easy. Absolutely we'll play. So it was a nice little pop up show and and I mean they they know that they can throw that kind of curveball at us right. on a whim and we're we're fine with it.
1: This is good to you know.
0: Did you ever play in Columbia when you were going to school there? Um no I played, I played drums one time um, for for when Ray Fulcher and when he came to um, Breakers, a, a place in five points, um, but my buddy Tyson was the drummer, so I only played like a couple songs, um, but uh, that's the, that's the, that was like one of the first times I'd ever, I guess I'd played at church, but that was one of the first times outside of church that I'd played in front of people and everything, So uh, so that was cool, but. Other than that, no, we've never played, um, and up until this past August, we had never played anywhere outside of Augusta. Um, and then George actually booked us to go on like this little mini run with um, with the lead singer of Future Birds. Um, so I don't know if you if you guys oh, know yeah. him, but oh, yeah. big Future Birds fans. Me and Stu, we both are. And so uh, when George asked us, he he was like, "Yeah, we're gonna do like a four gig run." Charlotte, Greenville, Augusta, Charleston—like, do y'all want to? That's op- super nice. Y'all want to open up for for Womack, and we're like, <laughs> duh. duh. <laughs> so that that was really cool because that was something that was definitely branching out, just doing something that we've we've never done, and um, playing in in some like legit like we played at the Charleston Poorhouse where, um, which I don't know if y'all are familiar there, but they they get some legit bands, and yeah. so I am like, oh, this is.
2: Ha, has we're, uh, we're moving, moving up in the world? Has Low con- Country ever uh, thought about doing a Baker Brothers shirt? Oh boy! I think that would sell.
0: <laughs> I don't know who would want to buy that. <laughs> you just I have s- no.
2: Southbound can put it up in their. I you will know.
0: say we have uh, we have talked about um, creating a, a logo, and that has been a, a conversation Ooh. that we've had. We just haven't gotten around to it, <laughs> and we've had I've had conversations with graphic designers and everything. To, <laughs> To get it done, um, you know, because we we have folks that can do that, at, you know, at both Low Country and Secure Give, so, um, but th- we just haven't. Made, in, made in any moves on it. We can get deeper on this in an Augusta Rocks episode.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, this, this we, I don't want to cut Stu all the way out of this, although this nah, is fantastic. He's he's, he already made his <laughs> He choice. didn't show up. Do you want but... to just play some music? No.
0: <laughs> Stu's, <laughs> Stu's over here thinking, no, he's probably just going to say everything I was going to say. <laughs> that's, probably, that's
1: probably accurate. <laughs> don't go anywhere. We'll be back with more of Sam Baker on the Drop the Disc podcast recorded right here at Augusta Podcast Studio. I know you hear us say all the time that we're recorded right here at Augusta podcast studio, and we don't always explain what that means. Augusta podcast is a continuation of what we're trying to do right here at drop the disc. We want to encourage more creators, whether you're a business, whether you're just the average person with a great story to tell, whether you're really involved with your church, like our friends that I didn't sign up for this, which I highly recommend you listen to, uh, Podcasts in Augusta, people in Augusta deserve to have their stories told and super high quality productions can come from anywhere. Whether you need a studio, whether you need distribution, whether you need production, or whether you just don't know where to start, come find us, let us talk to you, and let us meet you where you are and help you get to where you want to go. Learn more, get in contact at AugustaPodcast.com and AugustaPodcast at gmail.com. Hey guys, if you listen to
2: the show, you might notice that once a month we bring in a pretty cool guest host. His name is Zach McCabe. He's the owner of All Equal Parts, and he's here to elevate our drinking experience, and he does that for our guests as well. He creates really cool cocktails, and I'm here to tell you that he is bringing a craft cocktail workshop to La Chat Noir on Saturday, April 3rd, 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. If you're interested in learning more about how to make a craft cocktail and what is involved in that process he really encourages you to check out that event if you want more information on how to buy a ticket check out his instagram account it is at all.equal.parts the link is in the bio the tickets are still available
1: check them out so I, i i i'm the terrible person that has to do this um to take us away from this like super awesome conversation yep. and to ask about 2020, right? So, you had a lot of stuff going on. Um
0: this so oh. so might be taboo to say, but Say it. 2020 was awesome for for us <laughs> for um That's cool to hear. Yeah. Um and it's again one of those that like you kind of feel bad saying it cuz obviously, you know, so many people have been in, impacted and um, in a million different ways. and um,
1: 2020 was a great year for our podcast. Yeah. I mean, we, you know, the stories we were able to tell, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, we're right there with
0: you. And so in like, and from us, it came from a couple different things, even with secure give, mm-hmm. think about it. All these churches who no deal. longer can, can meet, especially, you know, at the beginning of COVID. Um, so they need to have some way to accept some, you know, their tithes and offering Um and so if they didn't have, like, an online solution or something, they, they needed one ASAP. Right. Um, and so, like, during the first few weeks of, of quarantine, we were we broke sales records um, at SecureGive. Um, so that was – it was a weird time because, you know, we're celebrating all these big Ws. Right. Um, even the, – and then, it, oh, you know, like I said, weird time. It's uh, kind of
1: a good thing, though, because yeah. without which, without the thing that you were doing – I mean, a, probably a lot of churches would have had to lay people off or Absolutely. or had a lot of problems,
0: and and so that and we knew that that was a time we saw it as a time for us to step up, um, and of course we we knew that this it was going to take a big toll on a lot of churches, so we were um, you know giving a lot of software out there for free or you know discounting almost everybody that came through, um, and and just trying to help the local church, um, and so that was that was a but like I said, we we broke sales records, so that was awesome for us. And um, I will say, what was unfortunate, we did have to shut down the store for a couple weeks. Um, Low country, yeah. And so when shutting down Low Country, which obviously it's very unfortunate whenever you have to shut down Low Country in general, but we missed some major days for that. You know, we consider money maker day, uh, money making days. So like we missed Masters week. Um, which is also spring break. Right. We missed Father's Day, um, you know, and so we missed prom. And so we all always have a big um, tuxedo rental business um, for prom. And so, like, all these are, are things that make low country money, and we had to be closed for all of that. Right. Yeah. Um, and so that was Easter is another thing that fell during that time period. So, you know, uh, that's another um, time that people just want to shop and get a new outfit for the whole family, all that stuff. Um, And so we were missing out on all those days. Um, yeah, So that was you un- guys, unfortunate. You
1: but guys could sponsor Easter. I mean, the way—that's <laughs> <laughs> a new tagline for That's us. Right there. Tag- <laughs> no, but that so th- it's you got both sides of the coin. Easter right?
0: Sunday brought you by Stevens you br- Creek and <laughs> and Low Country Clothing. I <laughs> it's love secure that. Gift. I think you could do that. I really. Think- <laughs> Turns out we just formed our whole entire. uh, <laughs> everything around Easter <laughs> between church giving clothes and, and then maybe we'll, maybe me and Stu will uh, lead worship or something. We'll figure that out. Something like that. <laughs> Just come, you, you need a logo for it. Yeah.
1: That goes yeah, back right. to the Branding. one step at a time. Branding. One step at a time. You're right. You're right. So, um, I'm, I'm interested in this. A lot of people that we've had on recently, especially have been in the F and B industry. So like mm-hmm. Stephen Moore, Indian queen, obviously George Klassen and Jason Netzler. Yep. Um, and one thing that they always talk about is the community and not necessarily yeah. like the community of the people that showed up and waited in line, which is fantastic, yep. but also the community of other businesses. How has that been with you guys?
0: It's, it's been great. And it's one of those we, we love, um, we love working. We, we have uh, several local Augusta companies that we even sell like within Low Country. Um, so, like, can, we sell.
1: Can we plug them? Is that is that cool? Yeah. Who are so they? We,
0: I, I got you, dog. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, uh, no, because we love those guys. Um, but, uh, your Augusta Golf Collective, like, we sell them at Zach Tolly. Yep. And, Shout out. Uh, um, and then we uh the augusta candle company yeah, down absolutely. yeah absolutely um so we we have our own low country scented candles um I did not know that i love yeah. that that's interesting that's something that we we did we made probably like 8 months ago smart and so me and, and our manager uh Chaney, we went went down to a uh, got,
2: got high off some fumes yeah there's so many that smells that is such
0: an overwhelming process it's a lot <laughs> of you just start smelling every single, and you're like, I don't even know what a juniper is. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Dad's closet, that's what that smelled that's like? <laughs> this is way different than I remember. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, and so, but yeah, we, so we work with them, and, um, you know, we even, we do all of our alterations with with SoCo yeah. uh, down here on Broad Street, and, um, and and work sell some Land of the Tees and all yeah. that as well. You, you've
2: also worked with some local artists as well. Yep.
0: Yep. So we uh, we've uh, April uh, April Henry King. She she did our Masters tea last year. Um,
1: that was a great design.
0: It was. It was awesome. And and um and so me and her and, and our manager were able to kind of workshop some good ideas there. And um and so the, uh, worked with her and yeah and she's also done a, a painting of uh, basically y'all's view right here. Of the uh or the reverse view of this um <laughs> of the river and and looking at downtown and everything yeah. um and so that's that's another really cool um uh t shirt that we've done and then and then haley wood is a, a another artist that we have been able to um really utilize, and she's done a a couple different paintings for us. Um, and what's cool is we also get to keep the paintings so those are hung up in, in that's, low country that's and super cool and then get to sell them on, on a t-shirt as well and so we'll have a uh, a it hasn't we haven't dropped it yet but we're gonna have a pretty sweet uh golf tee coming out uh hopefully in next week or two
1: pretty soon right so this drops Sunday so okay. it'll be coming out like this week ish or next week maybe this
0: week ish yeah just just find us on Instagram just, low country cloth and we'll we'll be sure to post it and everything but Um, No, we're, we're, we're really excited for that. And, and can people order your stuff online? Um, so yes, I would, I would, I did not know that. Well, so we, yes and no. Um, (laughs) Like for my friends in Charleston. Yeah, maybe I stepped uh, ahead of myself there. It's, um,
1: (laughs) packaged by Sam independent.
0: Because we, we do have some that we'll, we'll ship out and stuff like that. But, uh, to be honest, our, our system, um, when we tried selling stuff online, and the system online and the system in the store wouldn't talk to each other. Ah. And so if you only have one large of this green shirt and then somebody buys it off the floor, um, it doesn't update the website. Gotcha. So that was something that we would just run into every now and then of having to call somebody and say, hey, we actually don't have that in a large, but I have this blue shirt, I have this other green shirt, that kind of thing. Um, So we don't per se, but I mean, we also... Um if anybody did want to buy anything, you know they're looking on our Instagram or Facebook or anything like that, you know we' we'll, we will absolutely ship it to them
2: very cool or call
0: absolutely <laughs> or just call what's
2: yeah. that yeah. number?
0: <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> it starts with a seven I assume. <laughs>
1: maybe seven oh six
0: yeah, I would guess those would have been my next two numbers. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we'll pressure people to look that up exactly
0: yeah. <laughs> um okay, so we
1: I, I'm interested in all these things that you're doing and what your plans are for them. Because one of the first things we asked is like, what do you want to do? And you're like, well, I still don't know. Um, but, you know, things kind of develop in a way yep. that makes sense. And your family seems to have the ability to see opportunities pretty well.
0: Absolutely. And that was something that my, my dad always, um, you know, preached to us of, um, you know, find a need and fulfill it. Um, right. And so that that's and we all have that, that mentality. And, and that has only increased after, um, after starting something like low country and and secure given saying, okay, we can be successful at this. And, um, even me and Stu with the Baker brothers being able to, okay, we're, we're a little bit, you know, we'll give ourselves some credit, that kind of stuff. And, um, which means our, our mentality is always like, okay, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? Um, and do I know what the next thing is now? Absolutely not, but we will figure that <laughs> out. That's very cool. I love that. Can't do I can't do a lot with that, but that's very <laughs> yeah. cool. I got I got nothing for you. It's also one of those that you know, you don't want to be spread too thin. Right. Um so meaning, you know, we don't want to neglect one thing um if if you know, to to support something else and so um so ha- surrounding yourself with the right people is also right. uh very important in, in what we've seen.
1: Do you think that your unknown future is in Augusta?
0: Yes. Easy answer.
1: I like how definitive that was.
0: <laughs> I love that. That was very cool. Yeah. Uh, and like I said, um, rewind 20 minutes ago when we were talking about like whenever I graduated Carolina. Right. And and you knew. Yeah. I, I was thinking, okay, Charleston or Charlotte. And I think even if I would have gone there, I probably would have ultimately came back. Right. Um, But no, I I, I imagine I will, I'm... Here for the long haul. So you have been here for a long
1: time and, and you saw an opportunity and you filled that opportunity with a business. Um, and I'm wondering, like, the city has changed a lot. So much. How, how have you observed that? I mean, what have your observations been about the city changing?
0: Um, first off, I'd say all progress. Um, you know, the city's headed in the right direction and we love to see it. Um, and so just between downtown and, and even North Augusta, both of those, and, and then going out, um, like I don't go out to, to Evans too often, um, just cause it's so far out there, but, uh, right. <laughs> um, but even that has grown so much. Right. Um, and so like, I like I said, I went to Greenbrier, so mm-hmm. I'll, I'll go out there and my, my sister still lives mm-hmm. out in, in Evans. And so I'll go out there to visit her and I'm seeing new stuff every single time I, I drive over there. Um, which is awesome.
1: Evans is crazy. There, I, w- I went to Greenbrier, and I remember when we moved there, yeah. and it was like two neighborhoods.
0: I, I and remember. now it's just exploded.
1: And, and
2: driving out to the lake felt like forever, but yeah. now there's so much commercial in between here and
1: the lake. They built that Walmart on Washington Road, and it was <laughs> like, oh, this is a city
0: now. Oh, <laughs> we can buy things here. <laughs> this is awesome. And then now you just have like the great – Literally, Greenbrier itself is turning into a its own city, a little right. town yeah. yeah there. They got the Publix and yeah, and, and they all have that. The so.
2: Mexican restaurant out there.
0: What else do you need? Right, you got <laughs>
2: margaritas. Then you go to the lake. Yep. You're Too good to easy. go. Too easy. <laughs> all right. Before I ask the last question, do you maybe see opening up another location for Low Country? Oh yeah. Or is that the best location and the best opportunity?
0: That is the best location. That does not mean we will not open. Um, I don't think we are really itching to do that another one right now. Right. Um,
1: Would it be in Augusta? No.
0: I I wouldn't think so. Okay. Um, Meaning we we need to make sure that if now something small or something like in that Greenbrier area, that would be cool, but we also need to be smart about it and make sure that we're not, you know, cutting away from our already audience. Right. And so... um, and so those are all the type of conversations that that go into that of you know if we were to expand you know what processes are we are we replicating who's gonna run it you know all all of the above yeah
1: who has to move that's the <laughs> exact that's the exactly
0: question. and and really what we've been able to do now is um is we rely on our our manager um right. uh Cheney Schumacher she's great um and you know I talk with her you know almost on a daily basis but um i'm not ha- having to make you know day to day decisions as much um we can kind of talk on a on a on a broader scale um which is something i like to do but anyways I, I don't do well with details in general but um but so more big picture ideas so i wouldn't say another low country is out of the question but i don't <laughs> see it in the near future okay i would say that there's probably something else that would that would beat it uh that we would choose to do besides a, uh, a separate location. But, but who knows? Like I said, I I don't know what's, we're always wanting to do something next. So there's a lot that he doesn't want to tell us, right? So much. I'm seeing that. I got to keep it.
1: After the show, we're going to get some non-disclosure agreements signed and we're going to find out the things you don't
2: want right. to tell us. Yeah.
1: We have our DNS here.
2: That's I right.
0: That well, question. When did, so what made y'all want to start this? Um, how long have y'all been, uh, I mean, y- y'all have been pumping these out for two, year, two, almost years? two years, almost two years, two yeah. years. Weird. If you count
1: the ones that don't exist on the Internet.
0: Yes. All right. I'm good with counting those. We yeah. were in my kitchen
1: talking to each other Love two years that. ago. Yeah. Have, have y'all gotten <laughs> the kitchen was a also lot better, his, you think? The kitchen was also
2: <laughs>
0: his bedroom. I mean, of course, it had to
1: get better. So the first episode <laughs> we did, the first episode we did that never aired was it was supposed to be like a local interest show. And yep. Chris had done a major research feature into yes. the Carolina Panthers stadium moving. Yes. And so that was like what the episode was right. about. And then the next episode that we had done. What's Under Lake Olmstead. The What's Under Lake Olmstead, which we still have out there. It's the only one from that time yes. period that exists right now. It's actually the people that can get through it. It's Love good. It. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> the, Love it. You Love can that. just hear my refrigerator. That's the only yeah. problem. Just with. Hear a little... Eh, I may remaster box. it and re release it well, on like our two years. Well, his like that. kitchen was also his bedroom. That's not true. <laughs> it was connected, it wasn't the same room. I started just from kidding. the bottom.
2: Yes. But yes, we started from the
1: bottom and now right. we're here. Yeah, so we, um, we used to record on location, so we would yeah. go to your business, we would talk to the business owner. Sometimes the business owner would sponsor it and get a feature, and then there would be another guest, and then sometimes it would just be the business owner. Yeah. And so long enough doing that, we were able to kind of build some connections, and awesome. and we found out about this space, and we took this space as quickly as we were yeah, allowed to.
0: So uh, then what's kind of next on the, on the agenda for, for y'all?
1: You've been listening to too many podcasts, man. Um, so,
0: <laughs> I know how to speak to somebody. No, yeah. <laughs> well, we
2: we do want to take this you show. You ask me all the questions. We, That's we do want to take this show live stream or yeah,
1: video. Yeah. So that'd be the next step. Um, Augusta Rocks is is something we've been putting a lot yep. of time into recently, we, where we put local music on a platform, yep. raise money for charity.
2: Win win. We just uh had our first concert in February. We That's raised right. almost three grand for Salvation Army. Very Which is really that. cool. Which,
0: by the way. How are y'all accepting those donations?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: we might need <laughs> to talk about secure give.
1: Well, we might need to talk to you about two things because the Baker band, the Baker Bros. band sounds like they might need to make an appearance. Yeah. Yeah, for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Sounds and like it'd be a good time. The other thing we're doing is our whole mission is like to create people to be active in the community. Yep. And so we have formed Augusta Podcasts, which is where we open the studio yep. and we open our two years of learning how to build a podcast up to people that want to do the same.
2: Yeah. Cool.
1: And uh, we're actually going to Charlotte this weekend. Uh, oh, yeah, we
2: are. To uh, meet some uh, podcast people. There you go. Yeah. The podcast hub of the Southeast. So Who Allegedly. Knew? Who knew? <laughs> yeah. Queen City. <laughs> But uh, anyways, are we good to close? We are definitely good to close. <laughs> we we can continue the conversation. We have afterwards. way more than we need. <laughs> I was about to
0: say, I can talk forever. No, just tell me we would love up, to.
2: We would love to. But uh, I'm about to ask you a question for you to talk as long as you want. That's um, true. Um, oh, so every guest since the very beginning. Since the,
0: since y'all's refrigerator.
2: Well, after the refrigerator, honestly. Yeah, because right it was after. just us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we've asked every guest, uh, what does dropping the disc mean to you? And the drop the disc question is
1: presented by trainer Gray. over
2: the past two years and some change we've created a lot of cool relationships a lot of good partners and one of those partners actually sponsors the drop the disc question we both know that the drop the disc question is very important for the show and they have sponsored it trainer gray media group is an incredible company that does incredible work here in the city and nationally even internationally they are an Emmy award-winning group. If you need any kind of work for your company, if you just want to go check them out and see what they do, check them out on their website. It is trainergraymediagroup.com. They're incredible. We love what they do, and we thank them for sponsoring this question. Drop the disc question. And when when we say that, we literally mean if someone were to talk crap about the city in Columbia or wherever, even in the city, what would your response be to them?
0: What's interesting is I do remember, a lot of you know whether it be high school friends and all that stuff, that would you know go to go to UGA, go to Southern, wherever, and I just got to get out of Augusta, and mm-hmm. um, weirdly that's always irked me because it's I I feel like that was kind of uncalled for, like where where is that even, um, but who for, hurt you, right? <laughs> uh, but for starters, I mean Augusta has it all. Um, you know, it, it has your, your, your nightlife. If you like that, it has your good food. If you like that, it, it has your, your Augusta green jackets. And then it's got the greatest golf tournament in the world. Like, um, you know, there's just so much, it's got a, a, a lake and, and a river. And then you're, you know, if you want to go to the beach you're two hours away, if you want to go to the mountains you're two hours away, like there, there's just so much. Um, I, I think that I, I just love about Augusta and that's kind of just on the surface level. Um, but I mean, then you just start meeting all, all the humans and, and everybody loves each other. And, you know, um, I, that's whenever you where my love for Augusta really, um, comes out there is just whenever I talk about the the closeness, we were talking about just different business owners that, um, we're all able to help each other out and we're, we're all on each other's team. Um, and so that's one thing I, I love about Augusta is just the camaraderie that comes with it um and and the fact is that we all are on each other's team and and you know we want you know the drop the disc podcast to to explode and be awesome and <laughs> and we want you know what you guys are doing to continue to expand and all that but um and then I know that y'all want the same for us
2: absolutely and so
0: I, I mean I think that the the camaraderie aspect plus having all the checking all the other boxes um is is really what makes Augusta you know my, my favorite city Well, thank you so much.
1: That is beautiful. We nailed it. Nailed it. (laughs) It's all the time. Sam Baker with Low Country Clothier, with the Baker Brothers Band, and with... Secure Give. Secure Give. That's the one that was eluding me. Thank you so much for coming up here, man. It was awesome to have you.
0: Absolutely. Thanks for having me, and uh, I'm excited to come back. We'll have you and
1: Stu on soon.
0: Absolutely. Yes. Hey
2: guys, it's Chris with Around Augusta. I'm super glad that you stuck around for this last segment. It'll only last about three minutes, so hang in there. We've got some things going on in this city that are incredible. think events happening, we've got business coming into town, now starting to open up, and we have apartment suites coming downtown. So I want to talk about it a little bit. Does anybody know that I Love You Augusta mural that's off of Ellis Street? It used to be the handkerchief factory in Augusta back in the day. It's that white building. It has now been recently painted blue. And some of us might be wondering what's going on. To be frank, it's turning into and being converted into luxury apartment suites. This is really cool for the city. It's on a unorthodox street. It's off of Ella Street. And so we love seeing people investing in this part of the city and creating something where people coming into Augusta for the first time would love to live, and this is incredible. So we've got that. The second thing I wanna talk about is something that Augusta Podcast is bringing to y'all during Masters Week. It's going to be a watch-along show. Our host is gonna be Ryan Abel and many other people that you have seen on the show before or people that are making a difference in the city, and we're just gonna sit back and have a great time. It's gonna be live stream on Facebook and YouTube, and we are gonna be live from 1.30 to 4.30, Wednesday through Sunday. This is something that's really cool, really excited about doing it, and the show itself is gonna be called The Bobby Jones Invitational Show. It's gonna be a watch along, it's gonna be fun, very interactive, we're gonna have a blast, we're gonna be eating really cool food, drinking really cool drinks, And really just showing off the city while watching the Augusta Nationals Masters Week. Super excited about that. And the last thing I want to talk about, Zach McCabe's wife, April McCabe, is doing this really cool 30th birthday blood drive with Shepherd Blood Center. And it's going to be March 29th through April 3rd at their two convenient locations, in Evans and in Augusta off Riceboro Road. You will get a free t-shirt, a voucher for half off of a 12 ounce beer at Riverwatch Brewery, and each donor will be entered into a raffle to win all of these prizes. Two tickets to the next Augusta NE event, a full line of Dirty Girl cocktail mixer products, two $25 gift cards to Pineapple Ink Tavern, gift card to Field Botanicals, two $25 gift cards and a gift box to Ubora Coffee, two tickets to May Extreme Theater Games Improv at Le Chat Noir, super fun if you haven't been, and two Seoul Himalaya Salt Cave and Spa gift cards. This is an incredible opportunity, guys, and I recommend you to check it out. And that is all for Around Augusta with Chris.